podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's easy to get lost in the latest true crime podcast. Or your favorite binge-worthy show. But what about your own story? That's the most important story of all. And therapy helps you write it. BetterHelp Therapy is 100% online and designed to be convenient and flexible enough to squeeze in between the next episode on your list. Get started today at BetterHelp.com slash pause for 10% off your first month. Hey, listener. Miles here from Acast. Thanks for listening to one of our shows. Here's a question for you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? We believe that everybody has a story to tell. So whatever you love talking about, we know there are listeners out there who will love to hear it. Whether you're an armchair expert or a couple of friends who love to spill the tea, maybe you simply want to speak your mind. Start sharing your story with a podcast. With Acast, it couldn't be easier to get started. You can record and edit, grow, and make money across all listening apps, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Get started with a three-month free trial of our paid plan using the promo code START. Just visit go.acast.com slash start. Acast, we're the home of podcasting. Jonathan Pierce. Eric Kendler has jumped in and seen a kung fu kick, a fan. Terry Alderton. Do you like shoes, madam? And friends. <laughs> JP. The mad side of genius. And T. Good to meet you, love. The football friendly. Hello everybody, morning, evening, good evening, wherever morning. you are in the world, thank evening. you very much for joining us on JP and T, the Football <laughs> Friendly, how are you Mr Terrence? I'm alright, did a little show last night, uh, you know, so got in a bit later, a little bit, little, but no, you know, I've just, I haven't been up long, I haven't been up long, but very excited because today is the day for all English people who like football. Were they, were they full of it yesterday where you did your gig, were they talking to you about it? Yeah. I'll tell you what I did too. I went with a friend and he's got a few friends uh, and they're over there and they're having the best time apparently. They reckon the metro and all that's good and the people are friendly. Don't we always say that? But, you know, as we've always discussed, they probably haven't met the actual real people. Um, But they said it's uh, clean, tidy and uh, they're having fun, so... Oh, the, met, the, the metro, there's not, there's not a scrap of dirt or, or litter on the metro, and it's fast and it's efficient. And yeah, you can get to all four stadiums. I mean, Infantino's doing that. He did it in the opening days. He went to all four games in a day, and you can do that. You know, I've got, I've got commentary friends from other countries who've done that, and uh, so God knows how they're, they're feeling at the moment. Or some of them have gone home because their countries have gone home. But yeah, and every, I have not met a worker here who's unpleasant and in the supermarket around the corner they'll put your stuff in their bags they'll they are scrupulously polite but when you talk to them they're very nervous of, of really? talking to you at any at any great extent you know it's and they all they're looking people are looking around when they're talking to you and you're thinking mm, i wonder if you know are they being watched they're being checked what's going on why are they nervous of speaking to you and but they are very very friendly and you know they're we we thought we'd kind of come in and be able to get a drink. That's not true. You go to the Western Hotels. We, we knew that, but, but you know, the, it's expensive in those. Yeah. And that's why I haven't been to them. I go to the other one, the, the Red Lion. I'm um, not that place. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> 
£7.50 a pint as opposed to 15 quid. It does, so that does it for me. Wow. But all very, it's very smoky in there because they smoke. But it's a great atmosphere. That's where all the fans mm. go. And, you know, out, out in the fans, I've got people, friends who go out into the fan zones when games are on. I can't really do that because I've got to watch the games in a different way. Mm. I can't just bounce up and down and watch some England. That, that's different. I'll go, you know, I'll be in a bar tonight watching the England game. And, um, you know, I can do that because I don't do England. I don't commentate on England, but no. if I'm going to do a country where I might commentate on, I've got to watch it in a slightly different way than than just as a, as a viewer, you know? Yeah, that'll be Guy Mowbray, I suppose, tonight. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a, hi- a highlight game. Um, it's a highlight game. ITV got this one, so... Uh, BBC got the semi-final. If he can get to the semi-final, I see Ben White's gone home, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he went, he's he, well. He wasn't very well, was he? I read. No. And, now, and now there's something. Um, I don't know something personal. So whether it was always personal, it's a shame. But he had bounced back. He's only six, isn't he? So would you? <laughs> would you so would you start Phil Foden? Would you start Phil Foden? Would you start Marcus Rashford? They started in the last game, didn't they? Either side of Kane. Would you pick that team again, Walker? Stones, I would definitely. Guashaw? I would definitely start them. And but you know what? I I've got this thing where I and it's funny. I was watching something last night with Gary Lineker talking about this, and he was going about Trent. You know, if he played like a, like a back five and played Trent as a as a full sprinting wing back and then have Walker sort of covering there. Because we all know that Trent struggles with uh, the defensive side of his game. I've always said, why don't the, he should be playing as a midfielder? Funny enough, Gary Lineker was saying that in a TV show I was watching last night. He should be playing in in a midfield role. He's um, so I, I'm a big Trent fan, but he's not the greatest. You know, his defensive record's gone a bit rubbish. So, well, it's an interesting. What formation would you play, and should you just really stick to a formation through the whole thing? I mean, you, you've got to be tactical because, of course, the other team will go. Well, we know what they're going to be doing, but I don't know. We're in a place now where we can just keep chopping and changing. Now, are we? Do we go for do a starting eleven now and, and be done with it? And yes, to answer to a question, I would play Foden and I would play Marcus Rashford. MBE. Oh, I, I, w- I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't really go away much from that last lineup. Um, Jordan Henderson's an interesting one, but he came in and I thought, you know, there was authority there, but that it was against, you know, it was against Wales. It was more like an all British occasion, more like a cut, an FA Cup tie. So Rice and Bellingham have got to be in the starting lineup, and it's whether or not you you, you pick someone else. Um, I don't know. Senegal, I think I think they'll have Nam Palace Mendy back in their starting lineup. They didn't mm. play him in the last game because he's booking away from a band, but. You look at that him in midfield with the Rissagana Gay, that's strong. You know, that's that's yeah. they're physically strong and they cover a lot of ground. They cover a lot of watch for um uh Shakob on the left hand side, the left back. He was the player, Terry, if you remember, that we didn't think he was gonna play the opening game because he had administrative problems. We were all thinking that's probably a visa problem. We don't know, it was never confirmed. Right. But anyway, he came on in that first game and uh, he play he plays uh, his football at Monaco, he's a good player, they've got a good right back in Sabali. We know Kulibali and Diallo are very strong in the middle. They'll be dangerous at set pieces as well. Yeah. I just I look at Mendy. What do you think of you goalkeeper yourself? What do you think of Mendy? Well <coughs> on that cough, um I thought he was extraordinarily good uh, when he started at Chelsea and I could see why they brought him in, obviously what was going on with the goalkeeping situation. But as time has gone on, something has happened to him uh, and, you know, confidence is always a player's strength. I think with a goalkeeper as well, it's it, it's imperative. 
And uh, I thought that him coming to the World Cup, he might have he might shrug that off and then push on and go forward again. But you know he, that what was the game where he just came out and he just he completely missed the punch. It's, it's unforgivable. And then he parried the ball out in the same game. I can't remember what game it was. Forgive me. But um, that, was, that was the Ghana game, wasn't it? Was the game I did? It might have been no, the Ghana, Ghana game. Not, not Ghana. No, no, they didn't play Ghana. It was. Uh, it, was it was. It was. It was. Do 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 do. I'll do some music. While the Netherlands. Netherlands. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, he could have been forgiven for the one he pushed out, but um, I, I like him. I really like him, and I want him to. I want him to get that back because he's a, he is a very very good goalkeeper. But I just feel he's lost. He's lost his nerve a bit. You know, he can't have just suddenly lost his talent. That would be ridiculous. You know. So. Uh, he needs to be on fine form. Well, England have never lost to an African nation um, in a World Cup. Seven previous matches, they you know they've struggled against Morocco in '86. They just beat Egypt. Uh, Mark Wright got the goal in 1990. Cameroon, you remember that the quarter final in 1990 when the got the penalties. You know they've they've struggled to beat them. A couple of draws, Algeria that stunk the place out, didn't it? In 2010, mm. Nigeria in 2002, both of those were nil-nil. They've struggled. They've come through, you know, and I'm I'm confident they will come through. I I, I have to believe they will come through. I'm sure you're the same. And I I think uh, well Jordan Hen- uh, Jordan Henderson's made made a point of this saying that. Uh, you know, the defeats always stay. He's talking about losing the Euro final, losing the World Cup semi-final, and he wants to use the pain of those games to inspire England. For Senegal, this generation of Senegal, yeah. it's a new thing, but the manager was there when they um, when they last had the, 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 the very good run. Um, he was part of the team that reached uh, this stage in 2002, and they reached the quarterfinals. Um but history's against an African side, against the European side at this, at, at this level. You look at the England strength in depth, you know, we, 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 you and I have spoken about this, haven't we? Not necessarily in the podcast, but everyone's saying, oh, look at this. I think the strongest squad here is the French squad. I think Brazil is very close to them. But look at the strength in depth we've got. Yeah, you know some of the players who who can't get starts here, and have yeah. been terrific for their clubs, and 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 have never let England down. So. Strength in depth, we should beat Senegal. Everything points to the fact we should beat Senegal. It should do. And it's also that that thing where you say, well, look at the bench. You know, I, I love that when you've got a strong bench. You think, well, this is the starting team, but look at the bench. You know, look who can mm. come on. Um, and we have spoke about, uh, as everyone has spoke about, the sort of shock defeats and shock wins and what have you. But I think, as you have said, I think we're past that now. And I think yesterday proved that. I don't think Australia were completely wiped wiped aside, but you know, the, the results were the results you expected. The USA to lose to the Dutch, of course, and and so on. I thought they were disappointing the USA compared, compared to what I thought they they could do. I think the Dutch won that easily, and they're just they're just cruising through this tournament, aren't they? Like a like a, you know, just like a big white shark just underneath the surface going along very very gently and you know they've got this unbelievable run going on under Louis van Harley still unbeaten uh, as manager since he went back in charge that's 19 games now mm. Memphis Depay he's the second highest all time scorer with 43 goals I thought they were impressive but how impressive was Lionel Messi 
against Australia. My goodness me, he yeah. rolled back the years there, especially second half. He was sensational, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, dancing and everything. It's just it's just stupid. It's just it's stupid to think. I mean, I, I, we all go on about people's age. I hate it when people go on about people's age. But in sport, you know, it, it does tend to um, slow things, that little, like, that little, as we called it, that little bit of pace or that little twist and mm. turn. But he just looks like he can just go on and on. But what about that late uh, late run as is Bayich? I like him, Bayich. I thought I thought he had a very good tournament. Mm. And very early on in the game, um, you know, he had that little tang with Messi. He wasn't going to back away from no. Messi because it was Lionel Messi. I liked it. He stood up to him. And that run at the end was sensational. That would that would have been one of the great goals of any tournament, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. So great tackle on him by Alessandro Martinez to stop him getting through but that 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 would have been a sensational goal you know but they 700 what? 788 goals by the time Messi by the way Messi scored now sent unbelievable, unbelievable. and he that was he, I think he's that was his thousandth game wasn't it it was his thousandth game and thousandth he was game. brilliant yeah <laughs> <laughs> he he scored more goals in top flight football than than Shearer and Lineker together really <laughs> he's just he's uh I mean, it's mad, isn't it? It's just the way he played. And, you know, he had that run towards the end and he nearly got through himself and and then he fell over. Well, he just sort of he flopped himself to the ground. But he had a massive smile on his face. And I think he's really, really... Enjo- I don't think he's enjoyed necessarily every World Cup he's played in because his team hasn't been... It couldn't match him. I think there was other things to, to do with that, though. I think the, the country turned on him a little bit, didn't they? He, he was seen more of a as a European, wasn't he? He was becoming like yeah. he'd be he'd turn coated on on <clears throat> the South Americans, and I thought well, that he, they, he, they they launched him. They they launched him, you know, as his kid. He'd never played in Argentina. He was taken to Barcelona as a boy. They called him the Flea there because he was too young. And uh, La Masia um, Barcelona training camp. They 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 put him on a really high carb diet so that he built up you know I mean he's not mm. giant now is he but um, he hadn't played there so they've launched him back into us this is this is going to be our saviour this is going to be our new Maradona and I think mm. within a minute of himself coming on in his debut he was sent off yeah, yeah. so um, but now I mean he, he's you see them sort of mock praying to him don't they at, at the end of a game when he scored a goal and I just thought yesterday he was he was unbelievable unbelievable and go, going on that you know just brushing teams aside because you know not long ago you would have looked at that game uh, Argentina Australia that would have been looking like you know Liverpool versus I don't know Stevenage you know to make a comparison um, <clears throat> but look at the way they uh, they pounced on Martinez at the 97th minute I think you know when he made that save and he was laying on the floor there and the the, the Argentinian players were like so grateful for that moment you know they Obviously, were feeling a pressure from that Australian team. They weren't. They weren't walking that. You know, they, there was no way they were just walking that game and uh, we'll, we'll just get by this. There was true tension for that. For that last, you know, well, uh, c- certainly that that extra time that was played because they were. You know, there was a chance of that going to penalties. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Who would have ever thought that there was a chance in the last minute that Australia would score a goal and take it to penalties against Argentina? You just it just it doesn't make sense. You you wouldn't have that. So. No, uh, I, just, I just think I know Rio Ferdinand said this on the BBC yesterday. You think, as they go through the tournament, just worry about them defensively. But you know, apart from the Saudi Arabia game, where, where they should have been four or five and up at half time with the disallowed goals and the chances they had, it would have been a different story. Then mm. we wouldn't have been talking about all these great shocks had that not happened. 
you know, they 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 look fairly tight defensively to me. Otamendi, who's rolled back the years, has been terrific here. Yeah. And um, you know, though against the Netherlands, that that's a huge quarter final. And uh, as we move through and they're gaining momentum, any team that gets the quarter finals can win it. We, we've talked about Brazil being the favourites, but now Gabriel Jesus and Alex Telles are both out for the rest of the tournament. Mm. Um, you know, we saw um, Telles go off and that was fairly obvious, but um, I didn't know that Jesus had a, a right knee injury and don't forget they've got Neymar still recovering from a, an ankle injury. They've only got one pure fullback now available. You can't, Danny Alves, you can't play him late in, in the late stages. It's really weird to be, to be watching and and seeing Danny Alves on the pitch because you just, you just go, I thought he'd retired about 22 years ago. It, well, he, he, yeah, he, Barcelona brought him back, didn't they? Because they, yeah. they were transferring bugs, so they brought him back. Uh, now he's in Mexico, but you know Danilo and Alexandro would be their starting fullbacks. They've had injuries. We don't know whether they're going to be available. This is all mounting up against Brazil. Better news from Pele's point of view, isn't it? So you know that that's better news for them. But I, I haven't caught up with Pele. What, what's happened with him now? Is it because he uh, he was on he was literally knocking on the door there, wasn't he? Well, they said it was palliative in Brazil, and then uh, the hospital have come out and said it's it's not. Um, he's in. He's in for treatment for you know, link linked to the chemotherapy and everything. But um, was it, he had prostate cancer, didn't he? I don't know. He had cancer. I, I know wasn't. that you and I went to. Um, we went to a dinner, didn't we? And he he um, he didn't show because he was ill. That was the start yeah, of it, wasn't it? it? And and yeah. funny enough, we had the, the late beautiful great um, Gordon hello. Banks. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we had Gordon Banks instead, which was wonderful. What a lovely man he was. Did we meet him that night? Did he come up? Because he's one of the ones from 66. I, can't, I never met Roger Hunt. We um, didn't meet him, but he was just on the stage. And you can tell well, someone is nice from that, can't you? I think you can. I mean, yeah, I don't I know. Did, he, I, might have been, he might have been nasty. He might, he might, have, he might have shot mice, you know, with, with, with cheese. I don't know. But <laughs> he, he seemed like a lovely man and he told great stories. But anyway, I've completely gone off ship. So he's, he's uh, gone off ship. What the hello? Come in. Uh, <laughs> are you, uh, so he's uh, he's he's better he's better Pele out there saying. But I mean, is he well, really? I don't know. No, but um, you know, Brazil on a mission for Pele. I still go with that thing I said yesterday. Name the World Cup the Pele Trophy. Um, no, we had Jules Rimet Trophy. Name this one Pele Pele Trophy the Pele Trophy. Name it now. Name it now. Couldn't Infantino come out and say it's the FIFA World Cup. And the trophy is called the Palais Trophy. Yeah. You know, the Jules remake, the name has never been replaced. Yeah. So, and uh, if they do win it this time, I think that'll be, they won the Jules remake three times, so they kept it. And I think they've won five. So this will be the third time if they win this one, they should keep this one as well. Um, but who knows what FIFA will do uh, in this crazy World Cup where the venues are close together. It is easy for supporters to get to them, as we've said. But the beauty of a World Cup for me is, look, America, Chicago, Dallas, Orlando, San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Washington, D.C. I went to them all. Rio, you know, Brazil, I went to all these cities and Russia, I went around. And I think that's part of the beauty of it, to be in one city, one city, um, which is a city primarily for the rich. I, I, it's the on, on the pitch. I'm loving going to the stadium, Terry, and I'm loving being there and watching the games because the games are so frantic and weird and just <laughs> surreal. But um, it's just, 
yeah, it's you, not a complete experience. You, 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 you're uh, just before we go into the break. There, you uh, could be describing my act. <laughs> you never know what's coming next. You never no, know what's don't. coming. You don't. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Take a break. JP and T, the football friendly. It's easy to get lost in the latest true crime podcast or your favorite binge worthy show. But what about your own story? That's the most important story of all. And therapy helps you write it. BetterHelp Therapy is 100% online and designed to be convenient and flexible enough to squeeze in between the next episode on your list. Get started today at BetterHelp.com slash pause for 10% off your first month. Hey, listener, do you have a story to tell? Just like the podcast you're listening to now? With Acast, it couldn't be easier to start a podcast. We have all the essential tools you need. From recording and editing audio to sharing and promoting your show... You can even make money from your podcast all in one place. Basically, we handle all the boring stuff, so you can focus on having fun and creating exactly what you want to share with the world. Get started with a three-month trial of our paid plan using the promo START. Just visit go.acast.com slash start. Oh, so it's the build-up to the England game this evening, and... Um we're talking about that, of course. You, you know that. Yeah. You've, you've not gone away and come back. You're still with us, I hope. Or you've just zipped through the commercial. Um, and, fr- and France Poland, we've got to mention that as well, because... Um, coming to that, think, but you, you, know, you were two more professional than I. I was sort of coming in, skirting into it. I was sort of coming round. I was, I was coming round and going, but, of course, we mustn't forget about the French game. But no, JP jumps just, in, doesn't he? I just jumped in two footed, a little bit like the way I used to play, actually. Oh, just and, jumped um, in. Oh, hello. <laughs> Smash the place up and throw the keys in. Um, <laughs> great parties, they are. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So let's, Dan Canvey Island, your way, isn't it? Canvey Island. Oh, what a place yeah. that was. You know, he used to live on Canvey Island. What's his name? That big goalkeeper used to play for, for uh, Millwall. Come to me. Let's not do that again. All I ever do... Is that a middle-aged man thing now where you just go... This is my life. I I will go to another middle-aged friend, maybe you, Jonathan, and go, um, you know, Thingy Bob, he's, um, you know, his girlfriend. What's her name? Uh, You know, she lives in... um, Where does she... You know, Thingy Bob's girlfriend who lives in... um, uh, I mean, if we were going out somewhere, we'd be sitting in the car for 10 minutes on the drive going... It's... uh, That's um, What's yeah, the pub? Yeah. What's the pub called next to the next to the shopping centre? That's it, that's the, my the life. Ne- the next the next stage is you you'll do that. You go. I uh, oh, remember. Um, you remember. Uh, this is what my mum does. Remember. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, remember. Um, oh, God. and eventually after three minutes, you go. Remember, um, Uncle Uncle Snatch. Uh, no, my mother. Oh, well, he's dead. <laughs> and then uh, you remember so-and-so, and she go into another one. Uh, five minutes later, Auntie, Auntie, Auntie Snedge. No, I don't remember Mum. Oh, she's dead too. And uh, that's the next stage of our life, sorry. Well, that's the next I, stage. Uh, what I'm also, the other thing I, I, I do on that old man front is uh, you go into a room, and that, that's the cliche one, isn't it? you go into a room and you think, what am I doing here, right? And now you move on to picking up your phone and going, why have I picked my phone up, right? Next one is, right, I get a text message and I think I have to read back what I text before for that for that reply because I'm thinking I don't even know what I asked them. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listen to this who's who works in the medical area might be thinking you better go and see someone, mate. Yeah, uh, well, too much that, bark in me brain. That that game 
like the France-Poland games at Altima. So I know that one because I've been there two or three times. And I know Lucille and I know Albates because that's way, not way out, it's about an hour away mm-hmm. um, if you drive it. But um, you get stuck in the traffic because traffic's awful here. Um, it can be awful. So, But the other stadia, I can't remember them. I just can't, I just, I can't get my head around it and remember them because they all, when you get inside, it's all, they're all a little bit the same-ish. The, the Lucille's unbelievable. So France should beat Poland, shouldn't they? Um, you know, they... I thought Poland were poor against Argentina in that final group game. And I know Lewandowski's got his goals at the World Cup finals, but has he been the Lewandowski we sort of worshipped? Um, and and France were, France rested the players against Tunisia. You know, they'll, they'll bring them all back. Mm. And um, it's a big day today for Hugo Lloris, another goalkeeper, Terry, because it's 142 caps. That equals the record of Lillian Turam. And... It's the first time, you know, in 16 years that the reigning World Cup winners have gone beyond the group stage. So the fact that France have got this far, you know, you, we do know they mean business. We've known that all the way through. Mm-hmm. And they've got a great record against Poland. We've only won three of 16 against them. Um, and you're looking, at, you're looking at France. And as I've said many times on the podcast, FIFA want it to be a France-Brazil final. And at the moment, I think it's still... I think the routes are still clear for them to meet in the final. And, of course, they'll have to beat England if everything goes right the French. And that will be a different kettle of fish for them. Yeah. There's this story about Benzema maybe coming back. What? Maybe. He hasn't been replaced in the squad. Oh, so he could, he could, he, you can go home and come back, he, then, can you? Yeah, and they're talking. You know, there's a rumor that he's been to reunion and been having treatment there. Whether that's true, I don't know. We're getting late on in the tournament now, and if they carry on winning, I don't think you know they'll need him at Can England if everything goes right. Mbappe, 31 goals and 62 internationals. Giroud um, level with Thierry Henry as the record holder. Antoine Griezmann, 42 international. Yeah, they're frightening. Yeah. They've, they're, they're frightening and for me still and, and now I'm thinking about Brazil and their injuries and that and they've 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 they've, they've been stodgy in games haven't they mm. they've been stodgy in games but I think that um, France France for me have been the best team here France and, and closely followed by England yeah yeah well also Shushi Shushimenda Shushimenda Tushimenda Tushimenda Shushimenda Sure many. How many shoes yeah. have you got? Too many sure many. Um, he's a class act, man. You know, and, and just, we forget about them. And like uh, Dembele and, you know, and defensively they're brilliant as well. They've got, when he's on form, which he generally is, and he can go a bit wobbly in World Cup and uh, European Cups, is obviously Hugo Lloris. But in his name, we... a phenomenal goalkeeper. You know, and they are defensively brilliant. Now, we equally have a brilliant goalkeeper. And uh, we have a good defence in, in the players that we have but it seems to be that it's never really completely sure what it's going to be do you look, as a goalkeeper yourself do you look at Jordan Pickford and think he's entirely reliable 90 minutes of every game or do you think he has these flashes of nuttiness I think and, he has uh, flashes of nuttiness but they don't seem to really come to much that often do they but he always always looks like a sped up uh, black and white 1920s film to me <laughs> yeah. he looks like he's working on like 120 frames if you watch him and he goes he starts having a go at everybody and he's like that it's like he's talking to himself I don't think they've listened to him when he has a go at him hold on I think he does ch- is, that, is that him calling you now is it yeah 
Is that me? Is that my phone? He's calling you. I don't know where that's coming from. I said to Jordan Pickford calling the phone there, mate. <laughs> what are you talking to me, mate? Saying I'm sped up? I'm not sped up. How dare you talk about me like that? I don't know where that's coming He's from. He's looking for his phone. Oh, I always see it's my Qatari phone. We've got Qatari phones over here, but they don't... Well, mine don't work. Or I can't... No, I have to rephrase it. I can't make it work because I'm useless technically. Let it ring out. Let it ring out. Go on, little Qatari phone over there. You ring little out. Little Qatari phone. Why don't you just ring, 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 ring Oh, it's... Ring, uh, hang on, I can see the name on it. It's Gianni Infant... Well, I'm not answering that. Oh, no, no. You banned me. Everyone start booing. You banned me. They're listening, Jonathan. You've got to be careful. They're listening. Uh, I've got a good idea as well. You know, at the start of the JPNT Football Friendly, you go, yes. do you like shoes? <laughs> do you like shoes? You should like rephrase that and say, do you like sure minis? Do you like sure many, madam? I'll bring that <laughs> into the next one. Well, OK, so uh, we want England to win tonight, of course. Uh, do, England, it's going to be England, France, next round, I would think. But nothing is given in this World Cup of 2022. I think... Everyone looking at Harry Kane to get the goals for England. I think he'll score tonight, but I think the absolute key for England is that Bellingham starts because he breaks lines uh, using the new terminology. I've said it many times. You've got to feed Kane. He's he's not a player that he needs to be fed. You know, and Foden can feed him, and and uh, Marcus can feed him. You know, these these players can feed him, and Bellingham, right as you're right, has got the skill to break it up, and he's fresh and new. You know, bringing Henderson on for me is a bit stayed, and you know, sure he, he can stop the play, but sure we don't want to be doing that, do we? We want to be playing some group football. I want to watch a game and go, bloody hell, we were brilliant. Not only did we win, we were brilliant. It's entertainment when it comes to to, to the point of watching something. You want to be entertained as well. Yeah, oh, I think God, I, I just th- got. I think, I've got my I, box there. I literally just I, got I, back off off that soapbox, didn't I? I think that um, I think that England should win. That I, I look at the Senegal danger players, and I don't think they've got anyone in that squad who should really trouble the England defence. Uh, having praised them earlier on and said, you know, their midfield and defence are very strong. I hope it doesn't go to penalties. No. I really do. No, um, or they've never been in a shootout in the World Cup. They won the AFCON final against Egypt on penalties earlier this year. But they've never been... Um, and Mane's key to them in penalty shootouts. But, look... Um, England should go through, and France, I think, should go through, and they'll meet in the they'll meet in the quarterfinal stage. And um, that's the what I'm looking forward to. And um, you well, know, hopefully. Well, let's let's hope it happens. Let, the referee, by the way, tomorrow, today. Maybe. <laughs> the on. referee today was a referee for Japan against Germany. Oops, shock in that game. We don't want that to happen again, do we? No. There you are. No. But they've never it. lost to an African uh, an African side at the World Cup in seven previous matches. Well, that England. could be that could be the seven-year itch. That we might have just jinxed it now. Oh no, we've done seven games. So maybe we're on the eight-year itch. Yes. Oh god, how many clichés can I bring out in one podcast? Right, until tomorrow then, Jonathan Pierce. Yes, I'm I'm watching the game tonight in the Red Lion, so um, I might be a little bit under the weather tomorrow. Oh, well, it's fine. I'm going to go and do a radio recording. uh, Are you? Yeah, called uh, Anything But Coldplay. Um, And then I'm (laughs) going to go and watch the game after the day recording of that radio show, which will be on the BBC. Do you like sure minis? Do you like sure minis, madam? Goodbye, Jonathan Pierce. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. JPT, the football friendly. Hold up. 
Did you know you can join the same podcast network trusted by superstars like Mark Marin and Anna Ferris? That's right. If you want to join the best of the best in podcasting, join or switch your podcast to Acast in just a matter of minutes. We've got the best tools to create, grow, and make money from your show. And that's why more than 92,000 shows love Acast. Join Acast with a three-month free trial to our paid plan using the code JOIN. Just visit go.acast.com slash join. Acast, we're the home of podcasting. Sports Social Podcast Network.